Christmas. What a joy it is to see you all here tonight. And if you are visiting with us for the first time, then let me extend a very special welcome. Please know that we love and expect visitors at this fair, and we are overjoyed that you are here to share the wonder of Christmas with us. If you'd like to get to know more about our crappy little parish, then I would encourage you to fill out one of those cards that you will find in the pews so that we can connect with you. Reverend Katie and I would love to get to know you and answer any questions that you might have about this congregation. But, no matter what, I want you all to know that wherever you are in this crazy journey of life, you are welcome to receive communion tonight if you feel so moved. And know, too, that it's not just me who welcomes you. For this community deeply believes that it is Jesus himself who welcomes you to this table. And if you feel so moved, then it is time. Please come and receive communion. And more than just that, I want to tell you that this night, God has a word for each of you. This word it meets us no matter where we are, no matter what we are feeling, no matter what is happening in our lives. This word comes to us, and so it's worth asking ourselves: Where are we at? How are you feeling this evening? How does this most holy of nights treat you? I pray that more than anything, this night greets you with joy and wonder and awe. I pray that you are struck by beauty and love and grace. I pray these things for you. But I'm also a realist. I know that if some of us come here tonight with heavy hearts, perhaps you are missing a loved one that you have lost. Perhaps you are lonely or afraid or simply at your wit's end. Perhaps you are heartbroken about the state of the world. Perhaps the violence war and hatred and injustice and feeling like they are all just a bit too much. Whatever we might be feeling, whatever state we find ourselves in, God has a word for us this night. We will find this word This word speaks to us in the silence of a, a sleeping newborn. This word cries out in the cries of a hungry baby. This word is the embodiment, the enfleshment of God's peace and tranquility and love. This 
Word declares the depth of the mystery of God and reveals just how far God will go for us. The glory is the Christ child who comes into a broken world and broken lives so that God might make us whole. We might associate this presence of Jesus with peace and tranquility. We all have moments of peace and tranquility, and perhaps we associate God's presence with us in only those moments. But this tranquility is just one small part of our lives. If we live long enough, our lives are often more chaotic and hectic and wounded than they are tranquil. We know moments of joy, but we also know of guilt and regret. Yes, we know moments of harmony, but we also know moments of conflict. We know moments of justice, but we also know that the world is lavishly cruel and unfair. We know moments of need, but so much of our lives are marked with confusion. We want to know where God is in the world. Christmas reveals just where God is and what God is doing in our lives. Because when Jesus is born, he is entering into a world that knows pain and brokenness and disaster. And Jesus is no stranger to that. He will never be a stranger to that pain and that disaster. Jesus is not tucked away from the tragedy of life, but enters into it fully as one who is as exposed and vulnerable as one can possibly be. He isn't born into a palace or a family of means, but into a poor family of peasants. If you find a room to lay down your head, because there is no place for them in the inn. in the manger for us and with us. This humble manger is the very throne of God. Christmas is the miracle of God's solidarity with us. God's solidarity with the whole human family. This solidarity is not just with those parts of our lives that are the most put together. God's solidarity is not only with us in our most noble of aspirations, nor is God only meeting us in our strength and wisdom. No, God also comes to meet us in our desperation. God comes to meet us in our weakness. In Jesus Christ, God embraces the fullness of the human condition. 
and makes it makes that condition God's very own. In Christ, God enters into our lives of vulnerability and calamity and blesses us and sanctifies us and draws us unimaginably close into the communion of the divine life. God makes our predicament God's very own predicament. And God becomes himself in the person of Jesus. In Jesus, in the Word made flesh, God has joined together heaven to earth and earth to heaven. And yet this joining together is not so much revealed through the, the trumpeting pronouncement of those angels who came to the shepherd. No. God's presence with us is revealed but also hidden is not shown through some sort of show of force, but in the vulnerability of a baby that is utterly dependent on his mother and father as he loves. Here, here we see God's love and grace and favor at work in our lives. And coming among us and blessing us and hallowing this very life. It is in this very life that God seeks us out. It is in this very life of calamity that God brings a word of peace and joy. It is into this world of guilt and regret that God brings a word of forgiveness. It is into, into this banal and worn out world that God offers us no promise of escape. Not in this life. No. Instead, we are promised that a light shines in the darkness and that the darkness cannot and will not overcome us. Or as Isaiah declares, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who have lived in a land of deep darkness on them, light has shone. This shining light is the Christ child in the manger. So let our, our hearts turn toward this infant and Christ. Let us discover that, that no matter what sort of state we are in, we can bring entered into our trouble to the God who redeemed us and saved us. God is not absent. He's present in Christ. Our hope, our meaning, our joy are to be found in turning and beholding 